Hello there, or should I say, which means good afternoon in Hungarian. I am in Hungary with the tour group, and this episode will be all about the process of getting to Hungary. So if you are getting ready for a trip, stay tuned. And if you have recently traveled there, I am sure you will be able to relate. Well, hello. Welcome to the Hungarian Living Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Sobovas. Our goal is to discover, celebrate, and share Hungarian heritage and encourage you to do it too. We'll touch on food, travel, history, music, language, genealogy, and share stories from our guests. We're glad you're here. This is a podcast where we'll explore Hungarian heritage in a variety of ways. We'll introduce you to some fun people and organizations who love their Hungarian heritage and share some great resources with you so you can get connected to your Hungarian heritage in a deeper way. So whether you know a little or a lot about being Hungarian, this is the place to be. Welcome to the Hungarian Living Podcast. I'm your host, Liz, and if you are new to the podcast, welcome. And if you have been listening for a while, welcome back. This is episode 86. After not traveling to or from Hungary since late December 2019, I was pretty sure I had forgotten all my little tricks and tips for traveling. So really, up until the last minute, I was adjusting and readjusting what I was carrying on for the plane, what I was checking in, and all that stuff. I think I did okay. I did arrive in one piece. I flew out of Nashville, Tennessee this time, and what a treat to hear Hungarian in the Nashville airport. So I had to go over and introduce myself to a sweet couple who was visiting their daughter. They are from Seged, a city in southern Hungary. It was a great chance to speak in Hungarian a little bit at the start of the trip. We ended up all on the same flights, but I wasn't seated next to them, so I'm glad I took a chance and said something to them in Nashville. They were very sweet and encouraging. They said their daughter says there are quite a few Hungarians in Nashville. I know there are second and third generations there, so it is fun to know that there are quite a few first generations as well. I mean, quite a few is all relative. I guess I really don't know how many that is, but it's fun to know that there is a little bit of a pocket of Hungarians in Nashville. I have a hard time spending money, so I did fly economy the whole way. I think that the shorter flights were pretty okay, but I really suggest Comfort Plus at the minimum for the overseas flights. It was pretty tight. Now, I know I have increased in size a little bit since I last flew, but probably the airlines have packed a few more seats in. And maybe it is a combination of both, but it was crazy tight and very restrictive if the person in front of you reclines. Oh my goodness. I am generally reserved on flights, so on the flight to Frankfurt, the gal next to me wore noise-canceling headphones and had a fairly large stuffed animal with her. So while I might have started a conversation, she definitely didn't appear open to it. The guy next to me didn't appear to have any auditory distractions, so I just asked him where he was from, and to my delight, he was from Debrecen, Hungary. So we chatted about all kinds of things, thankfully in English. He was very conversational, well-traveled, and knew his history, and he knew all about all kinds of things in Hungary, and he had traveled quite a bit in the U.S. as well. He was pretty precious. He was only 16, and I don't know that I've ever had such an interesting conversation that included such a wide variety of topics with a 16-year-old. It was pretty interesting. In fact, we chatted so much that I never finished the book that I was hoping to finish, which is fine. I was making myself read the book before I watched the movie A Man Called Otto. So I guess I'll just save that for you know, the way home. Anyway, we arrived in Frankfurt with enough time. I was surprised because it was less than two hours 
and we had to go through a long passport control line and then make it to the gate, and it, it all went pretty well. So if at all possible, I try to get to my next gate before I use the restroom. That gate was in a different terminal, but still not too far away. So I arrived with more than enough time for anything else I needed to do, and I hopped on my next flight, which was to Budapest, and that is typically the flight that by then I'm so exhausted I fall asleep. And yes, I definitely did do that. I collected my luggage at the airport, stepped out to my ride, and it has been smooth sailing ever since with only a few instances of serious jet lag. Considering my circumstances, I was a bit overprepared, and I'm glad I was. I didn't need my earplugs, I didn't need my snacks, I didn't even need my spare water, but you never know, so I'm glad I had it all with me. I only had a backpack for a carry-on, so I traveled kind of light that way. I stuffed in a spare pair of clothes, my iPad, my gum, my anti-nausea stuff, some reading material, and my cash. I had a sweater and a travel pillow, and that was about it. It is much easier to travel light. My larger suitcase actually had a smaller suitcase within it, which will become my carry-on on the return trip. If I go a little overboard with purchases, I can always convert it to a checked bag. So we'll see what happens. I will say that I was glad I walked 30 minutes every day for months before I left on the trip. It sure came in handy when I was going from gate to gate at the airport. Since we do walk at least 10,000 steps during the course of a day on our tours, I ought to put a little bit more effort into that. My flights were all pretty much on time, so I didn't have to rebook flights or deal with lost luggage, at least not this time. It's always a possibility. So while I was a bit rusty in the travel department, things went pretty well. So be sure you know what is essential for you And as always, you just have to be flexible when traveling. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Hungarian Living Podcast, and we'll talk again soon. Do you want to learn the Hungarian language, Hungarian history, or learn how to research the Hungarian side of your family? We've got you covered. Check out all our learning opportunities, as well as meaningful books and gifts at thehungarianstore.com. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Hungarian Living Podcast, please share it with someone you know who loves their Hungarian heritage. If you own a business and would like to talk about sponsoring an episode of the podcast, please contact us at podcast at hungarianliving.com for more information. Special thanks to Stephen Chichek and the Animal Cannibals for the show music. Check out our show notes for links to resources mentioned in this episode. If you have a question or comment, we'd love to hear from you. We'll catch you next time.